This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Live from Las Vegas, it's the Marv Cutler Show, and now here he is, your host, Marv Cutler. Hey, Dr. Marv here in Las Vegas, and I got a great show for you tonight. I got some great guests. First, I want to talk about some of the uh, wonderful things that I've, I've discovered uh, in, the, in the past uh, few weeks. Um, the first place I want to talk, well, I was in Palm Springs for a week. I, I had a wonderful dinner at a restaurant called Sammy G's Tuscan Grill at 265 South Palm Canyon Drive. And uh, this is an elegant Italian deco uh, restaurant, candlelight, tablecloth, dining at night. And the food is, I'm telling you, unbelievable. I, I'll tell you something very interesting. I had uh, this minestrone soup, uh, which turned out to be real, real minestrone soup, not made with meat or, or beans or anything, just real, real minestrone soup. And um, I was waiting a, a, quite a while for this minestrone soup, and I'm saying to myself, well, all i got to do is scoop it out of the, um, the steam table, and i got my soup. But it turns out that everything is, there is made to order, uh, even the soup. The soup is made to order. It's incredible. The soup, the uh, trout almondine that I had was absolutely wonderful, and the, uh, the best tiramisu I ever had. This is a great restaurant if you're in the Palm Springs area. The uh, Sammy G's Tuscan Grill at 265 South Palm Canyon. Also, I went on this tour. I went to the San Andreas Fault, um, watching out for earthquakes, actually, uh, on, a, on a Jeep. Uh, Desert Adventures. And uh, Desert Adventures is a, is a wonderful tour. It's a four-hour tour to San Andreas Fault. They have other tours, of course. And San Andreas Fault, not Falls. San Andreas Fault and... I, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, the uh, wonderful guide, Will, uh, terrific people, and they have uh, great, great trips. If you want to, um, if you're in Palm Springs, you want to take a desert adventure, Echo Tour, or have an event, just give them a call toll free at 888 440 5337. That's 888 I went to that wonderful um, street fair they have on Thursday nights, and I met a couple of really great people, um, Tony and Maz, and they have a company called Made in the Shade. And what they do is they make leather belts and, uh, and wristbands and, and buckles. And the buckles are very interesting. They're made from all kinds of more or less scrap materials like armature wire, uh, thinner wire, um, circuit boards, uh, leaves, uh, whatever they can find, they make belt buckles out of, and they make these great, great leather belts. Uh, the belts are really, really special, and um, I can't say enough about uh, Tony and Mars. Um, uh, they do just great work. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook, um, and it's called Made in the Shade. And if you want to um, to contact them, you can uh, email them at go made in the shade. All one word, go made in the shade at hotmail.com. But these these people are terrific. They they do really great work. And I'm telling you, I've, I've never seen belts of this quality made the way these people made it. They made me, they made me a belt called the Rockstar Belt. 
<laughs> yeah, the Rockstar belt. It's absolutely, absolutely great. So um, I just want to tell you about them. And the buckles, the buckles are spectacular. Check them out on uh, on Facebook. Uh, made in the shade. While I was in Palm Springs, I also went to um, the Jazz Zoo concert series at the Living Desert. The Living Desert is a zoo, and they have this is their 28th, 28th season, straighten out tongue, 28th season of the Jazz Zoo concert series, and they had a wonderful concert uh, there featuring uh, some great musicians, and they did a tribute to Count Basie's Kansas City 7. Uh, the night I was there, and, and, and the musicians were absolutely unbelievable musicians, like um, Roger Newman on sax, uh, Brian Atkinson on trumpet, Dave Coons on on guitar, the, the wonderful Putter Smith on bass, um, Paul Kreibick on, on drums, and Les Benedict on trombone, and um, just a, a terrific... Um, Terrific uh, uh, concerts, and they're at the um, at the uh, Living Desert. The next concert at the Living Desert will be March the 11th. That's March the 11th. They have two concerts: an early one at four o'clock and a late one at six fifteen. Um, you can contact them uh, at seven six zero three four six five six nine four at seven six zero three four six five six nine four. And if you want to hear some really great jazz, uh, these are great musicians, and they play here uh, the, at the Living Desert uh, in the Jazz Zoo Concert Series. I also want to mention while I was at the uh, street fair, I met a, a lady who makes um, Celtic art therapy. Uh, Celtic, these are little boards with a with a uh, um, with a stick that you uh, run along the uh, lines, and it, it, it's uh, tracing the bends and curls of Celtic art therapy design works, the brain across the center cortex to engage both hemispheres in tandem. Um, if you want some more information, uh, you can go to um, CelticArtTherapy.com. That's CelticArtTherapy.com. Uh, they, uh, this Celtic art therapy is good for managing autism, ADHD, ADD, and OCD, anxiety, anger management, and also shows promise in aiding other conditions such as multiple sclerosis, stroke recovery, brain trauma, and surgical recovery, and Alzheimer's prevention. Terrific work. CelticArtTherapy.com. That's uh, just a great, great um, product. And I want to uh, – I got a, a great guest coming on. If he's if he's there now, um, Alan Schultz, if not um, – Okay, I want to tell about, if you have pain, I want to tell you about Suna Pain Relief. It's pain, you get pain relief sooner than later. The Suna product is wonderful. You rub it on where you have pain, and it takes the pain away. It's wonderful. Uh, my my assistant, uh, T. Fluffington, has been using it on her back, and it's really terrific. That's Suna Relief Pain, and you can find out more about them from Physical Performance Health, and their website is GET. AMR7.com. Okay, um, I uh, I went to the Mar Museum here in Las Vegas, and uh, the opening and it was not as wonderful as I expected it to be. It's an, it's 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 interesting, but it's mainly a, a promo piece for um, for Las Vegas. And um, if you um, if you want to. Um, 
go to the Mob Museum while you're in Las Vegas, go ahead. I, I'm not that, that impressed with it. Uh, it's a product of uh, uh, our former mayor, Oscar, and uh, who was the uh, conciliary for the mob. <laughs> anyway, um, that's that's all I can say about the Mob Museum. And I have Alan Schultz on the line. Hello, Alan. Speak, speaking of the Mob Museum. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Hey, if you, when you come to Vegas, go to the Mob Museum. You'll, there's a there's a guy. There's one of the one of the mobs hitting them from Chicago. I can't remember his name offhand, but he's a he's a he's a North Orthodox Jewish guy. He's a he's a hitman, and he um, he doesn't work on on the Sabbath, so he doesn't kill anybody on the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that was the highlight of my trip to the uh, Mob Museum. <laughs> well, any Italian jazz happening there with the mob or not? What was that, Alan? I say any Italian jazz happening with the mob? Uh, <laughs> well, they're, they're, no, they're not. They're not too. Um, they're not functioning too well anymore in Las Vegas. Uh, it's it's been taken over yeah. by the guys with the suits. You know the corporate guys, and they and they're not. It was a better time when the mob when the mob was running this town, but you know now it's it's different. So, Alan, Aaron, yes. you run the um, the American Jazz Institute. That's right. And uh, by the way, I want to ask you one question because I had two problems with the post office this week, so I want to make sure that I get this right. Uh, the first problem was with you, and then the second problem was with my next guest. But the first problem with you was. My envelope came ripped open. So, was there two CDs in the in the envelope? There were. Okay, I just want to make sure there wasn't a missing one or anything because it was ripped wide open, and that's that's the way it came to me. And um, so, I just wanted to let you know about that. So, the American yeah. Jazz Institute does wonderful things, uh, including that wonderful concert you guys did with uh, Peter Erskine um, at Pete Carlson's. Uh, Golf and tennis store. This is great—a jazz concert in a golf and tennis store. It was unbelievable. <laughs> we had over, I think, something around a hundred people that night. Yeah, it was great, and uh, it's it's a wonderful event. And you know, the last time I saw Peter Rusk in, in person was um, about forty years ago. <laughs> he was he was about twenty years old. He was just starting out, and he was playing with the San Quentin band. I see. So he's he's changed quite a bit since the last time I saw him. Speaking of the Ken band, and I don't know how far you go back, um, but uh, did, did you ever know or know of uh, Sleepy Stein? No, I didn't. Alex Sleepy Stein? No? Okay. Well, he, he started what, was, what became the first uh, full-time jazz FM station licensed to Long Beach, California. It's, you know, changed hands a dozen times since then, but this was the late 50s. And he and Ken uh -huh. were, uh, were were good friends. Anyway, I thought maybe you had run across uh, Sleepy Stein at some point. I, I was in I was um, uh, in Boston in those days. Uh, oh, okay. So, so Alan, tell me about the American Jazz Institute and well, we, what it stands for and what it does. Sure, we've been in existence over a decade, and uh, we're basically an organization, nonprofit, set up. Uh, to further the cause of jazz on an educational basis. Uh, we provide scholarships to young musicians. This past year, uh, we gave out 10 scholarships, mentoring, master classes. We bring in 
professional musicians. In fact, Erskine worked with uh, some of the kids here in the Valley following that concert. Joe LaBarbera is one of our uh, clinicians, uh, great jazz drummer, Bruce Foreman, great jazz guitarist, uh, Don Shelton, who's here often, Pete Chrislieb, uh, just on and on. You know, the cream of the crop from L.A. come out here and, and work with, with kids and work in uh, in local bands, and it's free to them. And, uh, you know, in this day and age of one-parent families or no-parent families, uh, you know, it's just nice to be able to give a kid a pat on the back, and who knows what happens. So, Anyway, we've been uh, we've been doing this a long time. My background is uh, has been in broadcast ownership and all those good things. I probably is the only person you're ever going to talk to that has owned a jazz radio station that actually made a living. So anyway, it's uh, it's been fun and it's uh, it's just time for us to you know get back a little bit if we've been fortunate enough to to make a few shekels. That, that's great. You're doing great work, and you know I I noticed there were a lot of students there that night at the uh, Peter Erskine concert, and that that's great. I'm I'm really happy to see um, these kids getting involved in jazz. You know, um, uh, you you play uh, Sunday nights on a, a station in Palm Springs that doesn't play very right. nice music. That uh, they call it jazz, but it's it's not really jazz. The stuff they play during the week. <laughs> well, we take over. We take over at six o'clock, man, and it's culture shock. <laughs> it goes from whatever that smooth stuff is to uh, you know uh, to Joe Lovato. It's a, it's a but it's very it's very difficult to, to listen to that stuff when they call it jazz. So, well, um, you know, by the way, I, but I, talking about jazz, yeah. when, when we get through talking, I'm going to play um, something from one of your albums. Um, you uh, you put out some really great albums by uh, the the Mark Masters uh, ensemble, and uh, Mark is uh, quite a producer and arranger, and he has he's put together a lot of really great musicians, including um, Potter Smith, who I saw at the Jazz Zoo concert uh, while I was in Palm Springs. Oh, good. You know, Potter's such a good guy, and his brother was. You know, Carson Smith, who plays with Chet Baker and Mulligan and all those cats. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, he's a, he's a lovely guy. And he's, he, you know, he's one of the first call bass players around. Yeah, he's a uh, he's really great bass player. He's one of the, one of the best I've ever heard. Uh, and uh, I really enjoyed listening to him. And, and he's on this, on this album, which is, which is really great. Um, now, you, you have memberships in the American Jazz Institute. By the way, I haven't huh? received my membership yet, just, just the CDs. <laughs> yes, good. You are now a member. Oh, okay. There's no membership card or anything? <laughs> yeah, no, no. You, it's, it's all right. I've got your address, and we're, we're putting you on our <laughs> quarterly mailing list and all those. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's all right. Uh, my, how can my listeners become members of the American Jazz Institute? Well, we're located in Pasadena. Uh, it's a P.O. box, and if I can find the darn thing, I'll let you know what it is. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, you can become a member. Uh, base membership is 25 bucks a year. Nonprofit, 501c3, California, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. And so your 25 bucks goes to help uh, young musicians. As I mentioned uh, jazz education and scholarships, and we bought a few instruments along the way, and, yeah, just uh, it goes for good causes, the furtherment of jazz, and it's it's something that we've been involved with, as I mentioned, for over a decade. 
What are the different levels see, of membership? Uh, starting at $25 and going up to 100 uh, the $100 membership gives you a book that Lee Tanner, great jazz photographer, has put together that uh, that we commissioned. All the great jazz, well, not all, but many of the great jazz photographers are included in this book. You can either uh, get the book uh, as a $100 member or three CDs or, you know, lots of other goodies. So I would refer you to our website, which is www.mjazzin.org. It's A-M. J-A-Z-Z-I-N dot org. And it uh, gives you all the membership information and, of course, also gives you our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week uh, jazz Internet uh, programming. Great. Um, now, um, you know what? I got a suggestion. Um, you ought to put a, do an album, um, a CD, with, uh, with some of the, the kids that are playing. You know, well, we, we're doing that. In fact, we've got a, a whole book uh, that we put together of the kid bands that we've supported over the past three years, and their their second CD is uh, is is being taken care of right now. It's being it's at uh, I forget what studio, but uh, you know they're doing the rough cut now, the engineering, and they'll clean it up a little bit, and it'll be out in in uh, I don't know maybe next month. So I'll get your copy. Oh, great. Yeah, and also uh, you were talking about uh, trying to do an album of a mutual friend of uh, both of us, the late great Al Jasbo Collins. That's right. <laughs> and listen, I forgot to mention you. Now you you also are in Miami from time to time, right? Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, uh, actually in Boca, but I go down to Miami. I'll be going down there um, the 18th of April. I'll be there for five or six months. Well, the, re- the reason I mention that to you is because Al Collins took his name from Collins Avenue in Miami. Oh, really? Uh-huh. He was, I, it, yeah, I didn't know that. I knew him pretty well, but you I, I never told me that. I didn't know that. Well, well, this is hard to believe, man, but Al Collins went to the University of Miami on a, on a swimming scholarship. Oh really? <laughs> no, no job, right? No job. I know it's it's so strange, man. That, you know, Alan later life. You know when he was heavy and all that. But he went there to anyway. So and he took his name. He thought the name Collins was hip, so he, he took it anyway. That was uh, that was. Oh, really okay. Cool that's that's great. That's yeah. great trivia. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking at a picture of of Jasbo as we speak. Yeah, I I, I did a concert um, with Jasbo when. Um, in Boston at the old Storyville, um, and back in 1980, uh, we had a really great jazz uh, show there, and and uh, and Al was the um, was the master of ceremonies, and he, he gave out some of his um, uh, Tony Bennett's uh, artwork, uh, uh, prints of the of the Purple Grotto, which I still have a bunch of them, and um, he was uh, he's really quite a guy, and his and his, uh, his his nursery rhymes were, were incredible. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know that uh, couple of albums with uh, Steve Allen, and uh, they were they were very popular in, in its day. Right, right. You know, I well, you know, I first got hooked on jazz listening to uh, some of those some of those albums. You know, Is so that it was right? really great. Hey, um, hey, Allen, it yeah. it's really great having you on. I'm going to talk about the um, uh, the American Jazz Institute all the time on my show because I want people to support this because I want to help these kids. Because well, um, we need a, a new generation, much, a great generation like like Peter Erskine. When I saw him at 20 years old, 
with with, yeah. with Kenton. So well, listen, you know, we, we really need yeah. that, and I'm going to keep yeah. promoting it. I'm going to keep playing the uh, the music. I want to I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, I want to thank you for what you're doing, uh, thank which you, is, which is really important. You're very kind. And um, and well, but I, well, as I leave you, I'm going to play. Uh, this is um, this is a great tune from the album, um, uh, the Clifford Brown Project, oh, yeah. and it features um, uh, Gary Smulayan on uh, Smulayan, right? Very, Gary Smulayan yeah. on on baritone yeah. sax, Tim Hagen's on trumpet, Cecilia Coleman on piano, and the, and the rest of this great group. And uh, it's a thing called um, Joy Spring, and uh, thanks for thanks for being on the show. Hey, Mark, thanks so much, man. You're a mensch. You take care. Thank you too. Thanks.
Aloha, Kay. Hi, doctor. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Very, very well. Thank you. You're in the big, on the big island, right? No, we're in Oahu. And, oh, you're in Oahu. Yes. Okay. And um, uh, it's, I received your uh, CDs on, um, on the Hawaii healing uh, music. And I get it. And I, and this is not because I'm speaking with you. This is the the real truth. I've been using um, healing CDs um, for many years now, and these are the best I've ever heard. Well, thank you very much for your compliment. Tell me about um, Hana Hawaii healing music and and how it got started and. And the, and the different um, um, CDs that you have. Yes. Uh, well, um, first of all, we have 18 different CDs. They are all relaxation music. Uh, we have uh, 12 CDs. It's called a HANA, H-A-N-A series. It's all recorded in Hollywood, Tokyo, and Hawaii. The other six CDs are called Mauloa series. Uh, these are recorded in Honolulu, Hawaii, in June of last year, and involve musicians, are uh, all top-notch musicians from Hawaii. And uh, that's uh, the way it started is our artist, his name is Marth, M-A-R-T-H, when he lost his loved one, he started writing the music. That's how he started. He wanted to console the people who are in, you know, that stage or to relax people. These are, these, are, these are really relaxing. These are like the ultimate. You have, you have some with, uh, with uh, violins and full orchestra. You have cello. You have... Uh, you have harp, you have guitar. These are absolutely wonderful CDs, and you have some great musicians like um, Derek Nakamoto, who's uh, uh, the pianist and an arranger, right. and uh, Jeff Peterson uh, on acoustic guitar, and Shireen Lum on harp. These are just incredibly great musicians, and and the music is is really wonderful. Yeah, the reason is these musicians have a heart. You know, uh, when we try to record um, some musics in Tokyo, although the techniques are, you know, much better than um, the local people, but they don't have a heart to it. That's the reason right. why we recorded most of the music in Hawaii. Right. A lot of these people are, are in it, you know, uh, uh, to make money, you know, but, you know, the, the people that have a heart are also in it to make money, but they're also in it to... Because they they feel it, they they want to help people, they want to they want to heal people, they want to make people feel good. Right. So you know, some musicians they play during the um, actual recording, so they really feel the music. It's wonderful music, and they can feel it themselves. That's why it it will you know convey to it people who listen to the music. And 
and and the and the, the music is good for healing. It's good for relaxation. It's good for sleeping. It's it's good for you know whatever makes you feel good. Yes, it's good for everything, uh, especially the uh, CD called Kinolao. It's good for sleeping. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not medically proven. However, many mothers are saying that uh, when they play Kinolao, their babies fall asleep, so they have more time for themselves. And one of the uh, sleeping sleep clinic is using this music uh, for their therapy. Now, it says here on uh, Hawaii Healing Resort. Do you also have a resort in Hawaii? No, this is our future plan to make a resort uh-huh. so people can come into our resort and relax themselves. This is uh-huh. our goal. And, and um, how, how can um, my listeners buy these CDs? Yes, uh, you can log in to uh, hawaii-h.com. Okay, uh, I want to repeat that, um, okay? Yes, www.hawaii-h.com. Also, I want to mention that besides the wonderful music on these CDs, every album includes natural sounds of waves and birds and, and, and etc. Oh, yes. Uh the sound of birds in the ocean is recorded live in Hawaii. So you're, you're hearing the actual sound of the bird and ocean. It's not recorded from other source. Now, who is Moss? Moss is a Japanese artist. And he is always seeking for ultimate. And he always used uh, top-notch studios in Hollywood, Tokyo, and Honolulu, so as a a top musician. Okay. All right, uh, Kay. um, The the CDs are absolutely wonderful, and I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be in touch with you because I want to recommend them to to a lot of my my clients and people that I know in the business because. I mean, these are like the, the best CDs I've ever heard for, for healing and relaxing. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm, I'm really impressed. So um, I want to thank you for coming on my show, and I want to give that that address again. It is hawaii-h.com. Right. Hawaii-h.com. And... And they, they can see the whole catalog on your website, and these are these are absolutely wonderful. This is I'm so impressed with this. I I, I can't stop listening to it. Thank I you very I, much. I, I do listen. I'm not going to play anything from it. They, they get, can they hear this on your website? Oh yes. Okay. I'm not going to play anything from it because I don't want to relax my audience too much because then they'll stop listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Because this will really relax them, and and um, it's 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 they're wonderful. So um, hopefully, um, uh, a lot of my listeners out there will, will will get these CDs and 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 heal themselves and relax and 
and um, it's a great job, Kay. So and thanks for being on my show, and um, I'm looking forward to talking with you again. Yeah, thank you very much for your invitation to your show. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. Okay. This is Kay Shannon um, from Hawaii here. Great, great CDs, and uh, the best CDs I've, I've ever heard. I want to play something from the um, the Mark Masters Ensemble from the American Jazz Institute from uh, Porgy and Bess, and I'm going to say this uh, very slowly because I want to make sure that um, um, that uh, Lee um, gets this right. So we're going to play um, Summertime by the Mark Masters Ensemble from the Porgy and Bess Redefined album. Okay, summertime coming up here, Mara. Okay, it's, it's hard to connect when we're three thousand miles apart, but it's 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 great because you do such a great job, Lee. Well, thanks a lot, Marv, and I think I've got it here. Summertime.
From uh, Porgy and Bess, redefined from the American Jazz Institute albums, and you can get that free, absolutely free, and if you become a member of the American Jazz Institute, which is a great organization. And for more information, you can go to their um, website is a m j a z z i n a m j a z z i n dot org, and become a member and and help the kids um, uh, with this great great music. Uh, get you know more more kids interested in great jazz. I also want to mention um, not only is it great jazz, but it's also um, 
great classical music. And uh, just uh, a couple weeks ago here in Las Vegas, we had the great Yitzhak Perlman here with Rohan De Silva on piano. And all I can tell you is there's probably not a greater violinist in the world than Yitzhak Perlman. He was absolutely wonderful at the Adamus Ham Hall in, at UNLV Performing Arts Center in Las Vegas. And my next guest is the Glenn Miller of Opticians, the pediatric optician Dana Cohen from Boston. Hi, Marv. Hey, How Dana. You? How you doing, Marv? I'm doing great. How about you? Did you hear that? Did you hear that uh, that tune I just played? Yeah, that was that was absolutely fantastic. I'm telling you, when I listened to that, I pictured myself, you know, back in Las Vegas, uh, playing my trombone, forgetting about the optical business, and just really wailing like I only could dream of doing. That was that. Oh, was man. Great, great well, that's, you know, the American Jazz Institute are great people, but don't. Don't put away your optical business because you're a great optician and you're a specialist in pediatric optical. So please tell us about what pediatric optical is and what you do and where you're located and all that good stuff. Okay. Um, Well, I'm located in uh, Medford, Massachusetts, which is about 10 minutes north of Boston. I've never heard uh, of that place. I've been in business for 35 years. Probably 30 of those years, I have specialized in pediatric eyewear. Uh, Many years ago, I saw a need to pay uh, special attention to infants and toddlers who were visually impaired. And nobody else was really doing it, so I made an investment in, uh, you know, bringing on lots of different little baby frames. And at the time, a lot of my colleagues laughed at me and thought it was a crazy idea because they would tell me kids really don't need glasses at that young age. But, you know, over many, many years and word of mouth through the ophthalmology community, it's developed into a full-time business where uh, about 75% of the business is uh, paying special attention to children. You know, I lived, I lived in Medford for many years, and um I've been on the, this is my 36th year on the radio, and that's about how long I've known you, 36 years. I would and say that's just about right. I remember you walking into the store probably 1976. Right, that's when I started on the radio, 1976. I don't know, you came in trying to sell me something, Marv. Remember that? Yeah, well, hey, look, you've been, you've been on my radio shows for 36 years. I know it. I know it. It's been uh, it's been a real trip. It's been great. A lot of fun. You know, yeah. I, by the way, I, I, I don't want to get away from this, but your, your, fa- your father was a, was a saxophone player, also, right? Yes. Yeah. My dad played a, a great saxophone and clarinet. Um, he was an optometrist, which is the reason I got into the optical business. And my, uh, my his, father was a sax and clarinet player, also. Was he really? That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, when I was uh, probably about 27 years old and my dad was 57, which is the age I am now, um, we, uh, we got together with a group of his cronies and started a big band out of Waltham, Massachusetts, uh, called the Soft Touch Dance Band. And uh-huh. it was a, a I real honor to, to play with my dad the from the Waltham and, and Newton there um, on WNTN. Yeah, that's right. Why well, you have a great memory that that certainly yeah. brings but back a lot of memories. Tell me more about the optical business. We'll talk about music another time. Right, 
Right. So, um, yeah, so my, my business is, you know, we do a lot of adults also, but uh, uh, families come from uh, a great distance to see us for, for their children. Uh, our, our average customer may travel an hour, an hour and a half uh, by car to, uh, you know, to uh, kind of... Uh, go ahead, what? <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I get very emotionally when I talk about it because I'm really the only one around that's, that's paying this special attention to so many kids that are in, in great need. It's, it's amazing how many kids are, are born with cataracts and retinal problems, and most opticians really don't know how to approach these families and, and give the special attention these kids need. And so I really feel like I'm providing a niche and uh, helping out a lot of families. That's great. That's great. You're doing great work. Um, and, and um, you know, like I say, I've known you for so many years. You Actually, you made my first pair of Cazal glasses. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> you, know, knowing you, Marv, you probably still have them, right? Uh, well, they're around somewhere, but they don't, you know, they don't work anymore for me, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so you had to talk um, about my hoarding, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Great hoarder. Um, yeah. So anyway, about, Marv, about uh, five years ago, uh, I was uh, honored to be chosen to team up with the Children's Hospital in Boston when they opened. Uh-huh. Great hospital. Yeah, uh, world class organization. Uh, Dr. David Hunter is the uh, absolutely one of the greatest uh, pediatric ophthalmologists in the world, and. Uh-huh. Uh, they they picked Medford Optical to uh, open their dispensary in their new hospital in Waltham, and uh, it's been going great. We see kids from literally all over the world that are that are flown in specifically to treat their eye condition, and then we get them in the optical shop. So it's a real challenge. It's something I really enjoy. I have a great staff, uh, Chandra in Waltham, Roseanne in Medford, absolutely world-class help. So um, Roseanne is still with you? Wow. Uh, what, what's, that, what's that? Roseanne is still with you. Yeah, Roseanne's still with me, 25 years. I don't know. I, I must uh, be doing something. Wow. Right. You must be paying you pretty good by now. Well, <laughs> we treat our, our help, uh, you know, like part of the family. Uh, I remember Roseanne, you know, I've known her for a number of years. I haven't seen her for many years because I haven't been in Boston. But um, but I did see you in August. We had we had uh, lunch at the Kowloon with my son. That's right. Um, nothing like uh, you and I getting together for a nice Chinese food dinner, right? Oh, yeah, there's nothing like it, especially in the Boston area. That's the best Chinese food in the world. Probably well, even better than China. That. Yeah, that's, that's, it's fabulous. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, um, uh, so how can how can people contact you and and uh, and and talk and let's talk about your website and um, and yeah. Um, well, you can visit my website. It's www.kidsoptical.com, and you can kind of read about what I've done in my career and uh, see a picture of both stores and learn a little bit about what what we do in the optical industry. Uh, you can contact us at uh, area code 781-391-8222, and we'll do our very best to help out uh, anybody with any questions they have about any type of eyewear or any type of 
condition that needs specific eyewear. You know, being an amateur trombone player, I also uh, make it kind of a specialty to make music classes for professional musicians. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and it, it's, it, it takes a little knack because, you know, whereas most of the adult population are wearing progressives, you really can't wear them when you're playing a musical instrument because, you know, looking at the music at different distances, uh, you really struggle with a progressive lens because you get too much blurry, blurriness. So I calculate the different distances. So like this past Saturday, I had a professional conductor of a symphony orchestra, orchestra come in, and uh, I fit him to a, a very specialized type of lens so he could uh, conduct the musicians and also look at the sheet music at the same time. That's great. You know, you're you're really like a like a great pioneer in this field, and you've been at it for so long, and you're doing great work. And I want to commend you on the work you're doing with the kids, because um, it's it's really it's really good that somebody somebody not only is in it, like I said, to, uh, to the, uh, to the uh, Alan Schultz, but to um, to make money, but 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 to give back to the people that that. That right. need, need to be helped. That's, right. that's well, really thank great. you very much, Marv. That, that, those are very kind words. And you're playing where? In, in Times Square? Yes, yeah. Uh, this past September, I was chosen to join a rock group. A uh, little bit out of my comfort zone, but I, I'm very excited because, uh, as you know, I went to Las Vegas to uh, play at the Hard Rock Cafe in September. And... Uh, this coming March 24th, we'll be doing a show at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square, New York City. And wow, I did, of, a, uh, I did a couple of shows in, in Times Square myself with the, with the late Al Vega. Yeah, oh, that's great. So, uh, we played uh, at Mama's on 46th Street. Really? Wow. That was uh, probably many years ago, right? It was uh, around, 19, around 1980, somewhere in that area. Yeah, right. So um, I'm looking forward to this, and, and the, uh, the dance we'll be playing is to raise money for vision research and to help out a lot of uh, uh, needy families that are in need of eyewear. What's the, so, what's the date uh, on that? All for a good cause. What's the date? It's Saturday night, March 24th. Uh, March 24th in the, in the at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square, New York, right? Yep. Yep, I'll be there. It's a group called IROC. It's uh, uh, about 30 musicians from around the country, all who are uh, actively in the optical business, whether they're an optometrist, optician, oh, stop, stop. optical salesman, uh, any participation within the optical field, any instrument, or you sing. All right, hey, uh, Vayner, I got to go. Count Basie in the background. Moff Cutler, thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week and ciao. Thank you.